Hello, my beautiful emeralds, and welcome to number 75 of the Mum to Millionaire podcast. Hashtag parent power. Look, we got to do this together, guys. We really do. Support each other, be kind to each other. If us parents get together, hashtag parent power. There's a lot of power in that. Um, if you're still feeling a bit like, oh my God, I like, I, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. This episode will totally inspire you. Remember that all the mums and dads I have on this podcast, they are just like you. Don't think me or anyone else that you look up to on this podcast, on, you know, TV, on YouTube, whoever you're looking at and thinking, oh, wow, you know, look at them. They've got it all. Number one, they, (laughs) you don't know what really goes on in people's lives. Um, They might have also gone through a lot of different struggles, which you'll never know about. But number two, we are all equal. We are all the same. When you truly find your talents, your passions, and we've all got them, when you find what you are actually really good at, trust me, you will just whoop, you will whoop up. (laughs) You will excel. You will accelerate, okay? Not only that, we're in the middle of dad season right now. We've already had two fantastic guys on the show. And today we've got another fabuloso guest. He is a dad of two. And I explain it more in the podcast. I'm not going to say too much now, but he is just incredible. If you want to get inspired and learn ways how you can make multiple streams of income in your business and in your life in general that's what this guy does not only is he doing one specific thing um he wow he's just you need you need to see this guy you need to head over to the youtube channel and watch the magic trick he did for me uh he's a magician but not only that he uses magic and loads of other aspects of his life to make money is such an insightful and inspiring episode. I literally cannot wait. So I'm going to be quiet and get straight into this. This is the 75th episode of the Mum to Middle podcast. I'm laughing because I always forget to introduce myself. Hello, if you're new, I love you. Um, if you've not subscribed to this podcast yet, please make sure you do. My name is Vina V. I'm a single mum to an extremely hyperactive boy. And I love to help you and other small business owners to get more confident and creative with making their very own YouTube videos. Right, here we go. Let's get into this. This is the Mum to Millionaire podcast. Positivity always wins. Well, you haven't really lived unless you've been knocked out. Through <laughs> I might as well knock him out. I did. Oh, I can't believe yeah, this. Is right, it, hold on. How did you? What does it say? Is it... <laughs> when you see those music videos with people with a Bentley in the background and, and all these stunning looking women dancing, you know, it's just a farce. It's a completely farce. There is no music industry. I love this, just straight blunt into the, the reality of life. I'm saying how it is. <laughs> so just do it. Why am I teaching you how to do your job? Mumtomillionaire.com Hi, it's Vina V and welcome to Mum to Millionaire. This is the place if you want to get motivated and finally take action. And we've got someone today who is going to blow your mind because he used to be a tubular player used to work in the music industry, and now he's successfully transitioned himself into an amazing magician. Please welcome to the show, Pritpal. Hello. <gasps> woo, woo, woo. And this is part of dad season. 
So thanks for coming on the show. I am a dad. <laughs> you are a dad. You're a dad to two kids, 11 and 12. Yes. And before you had your children, you were working in the music industry. Tell us about that. Um, I was essentially a music producer, but my day job was more teaching music. So I am a music teacher by trade and I play lots of instruments um, and I teach those. And uh, uh, in terms of in the music industry, such there isn't really a music industry, it's, it, especially for British Asian artists. It's um, mm. it's all a sham, really. So whatever you, <laughs> when you see those music videos with people with a Bentley in the background and and all these stunning looking women dancing, you know, you know, um, it, it, you know, in the video, it's it's just a it's just a farce. It's a completely farce. There is no music industry, um, but. I love this, just straight blunt into the, the reality of life. I'm saying how it is. But <laughs> no, but I it is, but it is true. It, for me, i tell you what was real, was the process of being able to create music and enjoy it. And that's so powerful, especially when you've got loads of ideas in your mind and you make it come alive through the computer and you think, mm. hang on a minute, that was in my brain. And now I've made it come alive yeah. and I can listen back to it and I can make other people listen to my music and hopefully they appreciate it. That in itself is very powerful and magical. And you were, and, uh, sorry, I shouldn't say you were, you are and you were a fantastic tuba player and music producer because you did produce music as well. Yes, I released that Actually, album. I should say how, how we met. So we first met, it was about 12, oh my God, so old, <laughs> about 12 years ago. When you were six. When I was six. <laughs> That was after so, the yeah. um, So I was, used to be a radio presenter. My split a bottle of milk. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, I used to be a radio presenter, and that's the first time because I interviewed you yes. on my my show many yes. years ago. So that's 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 what we used to do. But obviously, that was a long time ago, and now you're you're one of these people that are doing multiple things, but you're doing them so well. Because I think sometimes when I meet people and they're like, oh, I'm an author, I'm a podcaster, I'm a YouTuber, I'm a blogger. And they're like, say about 10 things. But then I'm like, well, what do you actually do? And are you doing any of them well? And I don't mean that in any disrespect, but I think sometimes when you do a lot of things, it's like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but Pritpal, he kind of uh, breaks the rules there because you're very good. <laughs> everything you're doing so you've transitioned from what you used to do in the music industry um how did you transition we'll talk about you being a magician first and then the other stuff a bit later on how did you make that transition and why did you even want to get into magic so can we talk about the magic after i'll come into that because it oh, starts with the sorry, music you know, it's no, just no. it's just my show but it's just <laughs> Chronologically, the magic is the latest. Right, okay. Yeah, so uh, regarding the music, yes, I created music and I loved it. And um, people like Nihal um, was very, very supportive uh, when he had his show on Radio 1. And uh, and I loved that. I loved being able mm. to create music, send it off and and listen listen back to it on, on radio. It makes you think, wow, you know, your work's being appreciated. And it's really, really nice. And what I really wanted from that was the ability to tour and take the music you know, all over the world. And that was the, that would have been the dream. And I would have loved to have led that life. But I, I truly felt that there was no infrastructure to celebrate um, British Asian work. Um, you know, at the most, you could have your music played on radio, but it mm. wasn't really, there was no scope to kind of like, you know, make a career out of it. It was just hard. I, I found that there was um, scope to make a career out through knowledge. So selling music as knowledge, yeah. teaching music, teaching mm. instruments. 
And I also, in, you know, with that in mind, I actually set up a website called Door Lessons Online. I created it from scratch. Oh. Yeah, so, and I know everybody loves the door. I used to get phone calls from all over the world from people that wanted to learn how to pay the door. And I thought, okay, that's just another customer I've lost. That's another customer I've lost because I can't uh, access it. Yeah. So wouldn't it be amazing to target them and access them from the comfort of their own home, yeah. even though a million miles away? So I made this website called Door Lessons Online. Mm. It's like a video tutorial library. Wow. bit like lynda.com so what it does is like um it's like a screen split in half half of the screen is me playing the lesson really slowly mm. the other half of the screen is the notes written on the screen and there's a little red circle that scrolls across the notes oh that's so cool as you play. it's like a karaoke style yeah. of learning so it's intentionally designed for non-musical students so i thought wouldn't it be amazing to make because i'm a i'm a you know by trade a primary school teacher so i've under i understand the science behind how people learn so i thought I need to take that skill set and teach people how to play the doldrum. So I put this website together and now it's got like over 5,000 subscribers all around wow. the world. Wow. It's, it's oh, is that really still wild. going today? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's massive. It's My been, God, it's like, amazing. It's seven years old. The website is seven years old and it's got 5,000 subscribers and... Uh, and it's been, and people have tried to hack into the website so many times. Oh, that's not very nice. You know, um, <laughs> so I had to like update it to a very, very secure server, and it's monitored on a daily basis. And people are trying to hack it all the time because where there's a website where there's money's involved, ah, they always try to hack okay. into it. So yeah, it's um, it's it's going really, really strong. I always forget that there are actually, you know people like that out there that will try and hack in and get people's information. Yes. That's Possibly. horrible. But yeah. that's great because even back then, so seven years ago, you were still thinking about ways you could diversify yourself and make that multiple. And I think this is the thing, like, some people would do, and this is why, in a way, and my dad said this to me the other day. He was like, Vina, you would have been so bored if you were still working in the radio industry. Because I would just be, even though working, as you know, in that kind of industry, it's amazing because you meet different people, but it's this really is the same thing every day yeah but i love what i do now because you can literally create something and then put it out there and yeah. there's no one saying hey you can't do that you can just do it okay so what was the transition after that stage then um i always had a love of magic i've always been fascinated with magic and uh you know i've been doing like dabbling in like little dodgy tricks here and mm. there but even those dodgy tricks I used to when I was doing my teacher training I was showing it to my class were like full of like five-year-olds and they were just mesmerized by it and it was a good way to get them to behave and separate <laughs> yeah it was it really was and like I had their I had their complete devotion and attention in class because I was showing I was um threatening them threats threatening them with a magic trick at the end or uh, <laughs> using it as a as a you know dangling the carrot on a stick, yeah. you know, like a reward for behaving really well and uh, so that worked really really well but then i just i just enjoyed it and then and then um so what happened in 2014 i decided to spend that whole year working on my album and i released the album at the end of the year and uh, and, and i and from that project i was so proud of like putting this album together and it was just such a beautiful year and all, it was a culmination of all my musical experiences and knowledge and skill sets and, you know, putting together this piece of musical work. And it, I was so happy with it. But I was disheartened as well because, like I said, there was no infrastructure to celebrate that piece of yeah. musical work. So then I thought, okay, I now need to divert my attention from that and focus on something else that I want to do. And I thought, what else do I love? And I thought, I love magic. And I thought, right, 
but I want to be really, really good at magic. And mm. I want to be an amazing practitioner of it. So then I went out of my way to learn it properly, properly and properly, you know, and um, it just, it, it was an incredible journey, an incredible journey how to learn it. And um, and how did you learn it? Because I think, oh, and by the way, you've got to keep watching this video because at the end we are going to show, well, not me, <laughs> Prit is going to show you them. <laughs> Just, you're going to be like, what? how did he do that? I um, mean, if you're listening to this on the iTunes, make sure you come over to the YouTube channel and check this out. Um, but how did you learn to be a magician? Because when I just watch anything that you do, I'm just like, but how, how did he do it? And you must have spent literally thousands of hours learning. So what is the process to learning something new? And that is a complete career change in itself. So how, number one, how long did it actually take you? And I know you're still learning now different new tricks. And yeah, just what was the reality of doing that as well when you're trying to, I don't know if you were working at the time as well and you might have had a full-time job. How did that all kind of work out? Yeah, I was still um, t uh, teaching music um, during the day, so I still had my, my day job. But um, regarding the magic, I think the best way to learn it is you have to be very creative. You have to have mm. a creative mind and you have to be able to think outside the box. So. So I would watch magic on TV and I'd be, A, first time I'd watch it, I'd be wowed by it. Like, wow, that's the most incredible thing. Then I'd re-watch it over and over and I'd try and work out possible ways and how it's yeah. done. And then I'd kind of like apply it in a kind of like a close-up setting, in a real-life setting. And I'd think, hang on a minute, that worked really, really well. Mm. And they just develop ideas and ideas and that's the best way to learn, you know, as well as like reading books and, you know, watching other people do it and stuff. And, uh, and I think a lot of people's question is when you are obviously like a dad or if when you're still working how do you manage to actually fit in the learning time because if you and I talk to a lot of people if they're working a nine to five then they come home then they might, might have to deal with the kids for a bit or if they've got a partner they might deal with them but then usually by the time it hits about nine o'clock most people are like, oh, I just want to watch a bit of tv and go to sleep so What's the reality in the sense of like you have? How did you get that energy to keep on learning? Was it a weekend thing? How did you actually? It sounds like a silly question, but how did you put in the time and effort to do that? I think the the key word for me is desire. I had the, mm -hmm. I was very I'm very very goal driven, mm -hmm. um, and I want to achieve a lot. So with magic is I just enjoyed it. It's yeah. a, it's like when you say some people come home and they watch TV. For me, doing the magic was my TV. It was like, ah, okay. yeah, man, I want to like, yeah. you know, I see someone do this. I thought, yeah, I want to do that. I want to know how to take a pull a, a card out of a phone and just like, you know, make it come alive. Yeah. You know, and I was thinking, like, for me, it's like a puzzle, which I had to solve. Yeah. Or I wouldn't sleep at night. Wow. <laughs> that was my TV. Was it also, was that your motivation then as well? Yes. Like, um, and did you think, actually, do you know what, in my life, this is what I want to do? So, you know, as... I think, as I mentioned before, for me, I just wanted to become that professional musician and travel the world and take my music all over the world mm. because that plan didn't materialise. Then I thought, okay, let me focus on one of my other loves, which is magic. And I just found that the results were more tangible. I just felt that more people were blown away by it. Yeah. And with music, it's like, A, it, it wasn't, there was no way to push it forward, if you like. But with music it's restricted to the genre. So if you don't particularly like the genre, 
you're not really going to you're not really going to mm. uh, want to listen to that music but with magic it can access and transcend so many different social circles yeah you know you, you can access you know the elite the very privileged sections of society to you know your next door neighbor everybody loves magic mm. you know some people don't genuinely love magic you might be one of those people watching thinking oh, i can't stand it it's, there are some people that actually don't like yeah. magic but but most people i think in general like people love magic because it's that thing of like we don't know how did you do it yeah it's so powerful you, the best and the best way to explain it is what you're doing when you show someone a piece of magic you're you're giving them a gift which mm. doesn't cost anything and we live in a three-dimensional world and suddenly mm. what you're doing you're gifting somebody a fourth dimensional experience yeah and that's so powerful because you show them something amazing and you don't want anything in return yeah if anything people will like hunt you down and say hang on a minute what you did was amazing <laughs> i've got a wedding coming up in the family i want you at that wedding yeah really. and that has happened to you hasn't it yeah uh, so last year i i was in uh, morocco and i was staying at this amazing hotel as a result of magic i got to stay in that hotel for free as a result of magic which is incredible just because i did a show for them and they let me stay for like six nights at the radisson wow. which was great whilst i was there i met this uh, couple uh josh and bex an amazing couple and um and I showed them some magic and they absolutely loved it. And they said, right, when we actually get married, because they were celebrating their engagement and said, when we get married, we're going to, we're going to fly you over to Italy to perform our wedding. Wow. And they did. And in 2020, they flew me out to Milan and it was an hour's drive from the airport in the most stunning scenic uh, resort. And it's like lots of mountains and hills, all the pictures are on my Instagram. And uh, yeah, I performed at their wedding. It was amazing. Wow. I think... I think the lesson here as well is that sometimes you really do have to go through, f go for and put in that effort in what you believe you can, how you can affect people. So the whole, the whole, your purpose, your why. And I, some people think it's a bit cheesy always talking about that, but I don't think anyone will truly be successful and happy if they don't actually go for what they should be going for. Do you think that's true? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you have to enjoy what you do because if you don't enjoy it, there's no way you're going to spend time on it. You have to really love what you do. Otherwise, it's just going to be chore and eventually you'll get tired and just yeah. not do it. What other advice would you give to parents out there who do want to do that career change? And what else did you do to get to the stage you were at? I know you said obviously you'd come home and you'd practice magic, but did you go and work um, for free for a magician or was there any specific courses or anything that you had to do? Were there any anything you did that people might not be thinking, oh yeah, I could go and do that and apply that to a new job I want to, to do? So in terms of the learning process, it's most of it is self-taught. Yeah. And... Um, reading a lot of books and uh, just trying to better your craft. Once I felt I had enough material to like keep people sort of entertained for quite a while, then I thought, okay, now I need to road test this. So mm. I was literally just going out anywhere and everywhere from the street to shisha bars and filming it and getting my yeah. friends to like literally film me. And I wanted to film reactions and I would watch the footage back again and again and thinking, okay, this bit went well, that didn't go quite well. That, need, that needs to be tweaked and fixed yeah. and everything. And I just kind of refine my set over and over and over. Mm. And I passionately enjoyed watching the footage over and over. And I really enjoyed watching people react to the magic as well. Yeah. And that is so powerful, watching people react to it. And the fact that you can 
make someone's jaw drop is, yeah. is a powerful feeling. And I think that is a key point, what you, what you just said. And I think this is a step. I don't want to call it a step, but something that a lot of people don't do. They will go out. Let's take YouTube as an example. People might be like, yes, I'm going to start a YouTube channel. And they keep filming the videos. But then they never look back and analyze what they've done good, where they might, what, what they can do better. Could they like, and I think that's the kind of mistake in a way that a lot of people make. So at least you, a lot of people wouldn't actually, I know to you it might be an obvious thing, but you actually did that. It was like, right, I'm going to look back at the footage now and see where people are reacting and where aren't they. Do you think that's actually made you improve at a faster rate by doing that, by analysing what you've done and bringing that forward? That and also the desire to want to improve. Yeah. Yeah. And um, lots and lots of footage, lots and lots of footage and... Um, it's always there and just watching that footage just inspires you to just be the best you can be. Mm. Um, and it's, it's so enjoyable and, um, it gives you the confidence to, it gives you the confidence knowing now that you have a skill set that wows people. Cause it's not that many skills out there that wows people. And in every, and people's everyday life, they don't go through experiences where they're wowed. Suddenly you come along and you do something that makes them go, Oh my God. How did that happen? How did he change this amount of money to that amount of money? How did he, but I had the four of clubs in my hand. So how did it suddenly change to the six of diamonds whilst it was in my hand? You know, it's, it's very powerful to experience yeah. that. And, um, yeah. And, and now for me, like, obviously I'm constantly trying to progress and get better and better. Yeah. So for me now, the next phase is, um, uh, hypnotism. I find oh my that, God. I, yeah, I find know. that so powerful and that's that's the next phase of what I'm doing. I actually watched something on your Instagram of this and I was like, is this real? So I will explain. Maybe I'm not very good at explaining things, but I went on Sky uh, Pripal's Instagram and there, I think you, was you, you in Ukraine? I was in Ukraine. And there, I don't know, was it just a random guy at the train station or something? Oh, he was like a, a part of a group of friends. So we just went to see Justice League. Okay. And he was saying that like Batman's one of his uh, favourite characters. And then you just did this thing where you just went, Rah. <laughs> That's literally what Pritfar did. He just kind of like got him in this weird headlock or whatever you want to call it. And then and then this guy just pretended like he was Batman. But I, it's, uh, even that, I think that's even a step above the magic. So you're like, what the hell? Again, it's like, what the hell? Well, you haven't really lived unless you've been knocked out through hypnotism. <laughs> might as well knock him out. I did. You're not going to do anything like that today. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Okay, I'm. Yeah, you're, you're a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> butterfly in my dress. Um, okay, so the so you're learning that at the moment. Well, you you can do it, but you're just yeah. trying to get better and better at that. Yes. Okay, um, let's talk about. So you're now this fully qualified magician, but you're not just stopping at that. You are doing lots of different things at the same time. So you still got your tubler. Well, website, so your doll website. Yeah. Um, you're doing the magic, but you also work on on different projects. Tell us about that, and also the reason why you're doing that. Yes. So um, during the day, I'm I'm teaching music for the NHS. I, I work with uh, young people and adults who have severe mental health problems. These are people who are on suicide watch and mm. uh, you go in and you, you teach them music, but you're also like, you show them magic as well and they love it. They absolutely love it. 
and it makes them feel good about them day. You know, like, hey, you know, Sky's coming in, Pripal's coming in. Um, Sky, by the way, is my magician name, and Pripal's my real name, but most people call me Sky even at work because it's very easy to pronounce. So, like, when they, when they know I'm coming in, they'll be so excited and so happy, and that makes me feel good, that the thing, he's coming in, he's going to entertain us, he's going to do some magic, he's going to teach us music, he's going to help us create, shoot a music mm. video, and that's very, very powerful. And I think that's amazing, again, what you're doing, because you're, you, you're living on your purpose and you're using your skill that you've now learned to actually help people. Mm-hmm. And you're also making money from it. <laughs> this is great. Um, talk to us how you actually got that, because I think a lot of people, again, they, they might go down the traditional ways of getting clients. But for you, getting that contract, because you are very good at what you do. And do you know what? I need to say this. Because you're a nice person as well, I think nice people... Thanks, I think, no, but I think nice people always win in the end. Positivity always wins. Okay, we need to look at different ways how to get clients. It's not just sometimes the case of cold calling someone. Can I do magic for you? Or can I do this and that? Um, How you're getting different contracts and clients is that you might perform somewhere for someone and it's being rememberable. You know what word I'm trying to say. (laughs) Memorable, that's it. Like with the hospitals, I thought to myself, um, I literally just, um, actually, it's weird what happened. I, I was teaching, I did some music in, um, I was teaching music in a pupil referral unit, which is a school just for very, very naughty children. And I got a phone call from another school, a hospital school. Mm. So in mental hospitals, you have hospital schools. And I got a phone call from them saying, hey, you did a, uh, you taught in, in a pupil referral unit, which is one of our sister schools. And mm. they, they, they spoke very highly of you. So could you come in and do something for us? I said, all right. And they, they said, look, let's, and you know, I did like a, a taster session and, and then the head teacher said, look, let's just do like a, a half a term sort of trial. I said, all right, great. And then um, that ended up being a seven year. Oh, wow. Seven year gig, which was brilliant. And then, but from that, it's like, you know, other hospitals, I, I just approached other hospitals. So look, I'm already teaching in this hospital. And I was just wondering if you might want it as yeah. well. And the fact that I was already I had my foot in door in one hospital, it kind of gave mm. me leverage to say. And plus they, they, they were kind enough to speak highly of me as well. So the references yeah. were there. Um, and also I'd go in there, do tasters and stuff, show them magic and like blow yeah. them away and show them how to create music on the computer and like make them think, oh, okay, enough to demonstrate that secure subject knowledge. Yeah. I'm a nice person. I can wow them with magic. So there's a lot of skills being demonstrated, mm. you know. And, and when you were contacting these other hospitals, was it was that a pure case of literally cold calling or emailing them? instead of cold calling and emailing I actually went there in person wow I hunted them down that hunted them down yeah you have to do that I was literally just like knocking on them say hey this is who I am and this is what I do you Mm. know literally in their face and that's exactly what it was and And again that's going the extra mile yeah because a lot of people again they will just they won't even a lot of people now they don't even call they'll literally be like email no exactly exactly but the other pitch I made to them was so when I approached, so I, what, I, what I did in the first hospital was with the service users, I shot music videos with them. So I've got all these young oh. people and the, even the medical staff, even the doctors, the psychiatric, you know, the staff, I've got them dancing with the service users, the, the mental oh, patients wow. in a music video mm. with a piece of work that they've created. And I've shot it, you know, color graded it, make it look really high in yeah. industry standard. 
And I'm taking that to the other hospital and say, look, this is uh, what I've done in the other hospitals. Mm. This is what I can do in your hospital. So I'm trying to get them to visualize and f- see what I can do with it. And, and also it's like, not only that, not only is it very therapeutic for the service users, but then they can show it off yeah. to their funding team and mm. say, look, this is the great work we create in our yeah. hospital. And that, that was the pitch. And I think, again, there's such a great point in terms of even if you are cold emailing someone, put a link to something where you can show people, yeah. whether it be a video or an article or something where you can give people more information. But I think the key is visual. Yeah. If someone can see what it's going to be like, even if you're a trainer like me and you go somewhere, do a video of you, like a, a, a one minute clip of you training just so people can see what you're doing. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. This has been amazing, Pritval. It has. I want you to. I want us to round round this up because I think you are such a great inspiration of changing your career, doing it successfully. I hope you are. You happy with your life at the moment? I am happy. Good. This is what I like to interview happy people because it's not just about the money. I feel. No, you have to really enjoy what you do. Yeah. What you do. And the important thing is to find your purpose and see it through. Mm. And my accountant, he says, you've got to be in it to win it. <laughs> you have to. Because, like, when you first start... I, I love it, like, the accountant said. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Because, like, because you're self-employed as well. Mm. You do what you do. And when you first start, it's it's hard to get the contracts and... Yeah. yeah. And Even now, you still... I still have to... I don't like using the word hustle, but you still have to go in and say, look, I've I've done this. Can I now do this for you? Yeah. It's all about building, our, ne- like we said, never be afraid to ask what, what is going to happen. Yeah. And when I first started, I had nothing. I was earning zero. Yeah. Literally zero. I had no money. But I, in my head, I visualized, I said, this is what I'm going to be able to do. Yeah. I said, I know I'm very, very good at, I've got very good subject knowledge in music and I'm good at tape. You know, I've released music and I can take that industry sound and knowledge to people's doorsteps yeah. and I thought that's my pitch I think you are though a great example in anything you want to do in your life if you want to change your career whatever you're doing is always find different ways to make money because mm-hmm. even when you were doing the music side of stuff you were still being a teacher and you made this website mm-hmm. and even now you're being a magician but you're not just going out and trying to get famous on Instagram or whatever yes you want a good social media following but you're doing all this other amazing stuff that's to do with magic as well mm-hmm. what would be your final tips for mums and dads out there who do want to change their career they might be in a corporate job right now and they want to be running their own business or maybe they want to do something creative like you and they have a passion for magic or making videos or whatever it is what would be your kind of lasting bit of advice and tips to them well we all have financial commitments and responsibilities so i think well whatever you're doing stick with it and pursue your love uh, on top of that that's my best advice mm. don't just jump ship like do both because you need money coming in and when you feel your new new project is building and you're 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 realizing you know uh, an income stream and if you feel the time's right then jump ship if you want to with me i haven't actually jumped ship i'm doing lots of different things i'm juggling yeah. lots of different things um, and i'm happy to do all of them because you know with with magic you don't know when someone's going to call you and mm. say we want to book you for a thing you're yeah. not going to get a gig every single day not unless you're david copperfield but mm. i'm still you know 
I'm still working, building yeah. my brand. So, and, and a lot of the money I make through magic, I'm just reinvesting it back into mm. marketing and branding. So like when wedding exhibitions take place, I'm, ah. I'm exhibiting as a, as yeah. a, you know, uh, as a supplier. So you have to reinvest a lot of your and that, money. Another good point. You So many good tips you have in this interview. Think outside the box. I would never think that there would be a magician at a wedding exhibition. But that is thinking outside the box because, oh, and by the way, that's how I saw you recently because at our mutual friend's wedding, you were doing magic there. And even then, you were, was like the attraction. Everyone's like, oh my God, everyone come round, he's doing a trick. And even those tricks that he did at my, our friend's wedding were still, people will still talk about it now. That's Neeraj, by the way. Who's Hi, Neeraj. We love you so much. He's the best composer in this country. He actually is. Neeraj Chag. I need to get him on on, on this podcast, I think. Because he's very, and yeah, actually, we should get him on because he wants to talk about meditation. We've never talked about that on the podcast before. So we're going to get you on, Neeraj. Neeraj probably never watched this. So, (laughs) what would be your final bit of motivation for parents if they're feeling a little bit low right now? They're like, do you know what? I can never do what Pritpa's doing. I can never do a video. I can never do my dream. What would you say? If you're feeling low, eat clean and exercise and drink lots of water. (laughs) Because that works for me. No, seriously. If you eat clean, you think clean. Actually, yeah. I don't know why I'm laughing. Sometimes I just laugh when it's not even funny. But that is true. Sometimes if I'm feeling so rubbish and my son has done something to annoy me, if I just do a bit of like workout at home, I don't even go to the gym anymore, it makes me feel a hundred times better. Yeah. It gets me out of going on that downward spiral and I just feel good. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, man. Um, we're going to put all your links on the website. Where's the best place to get uh, for people to, if they want to see your magic? Skymagician.com, S-K-Y magician.com. Um, I'm on Instagram as well, skymagic underscore UK. Um, Facebook as well, magic.sky.uk. <laughs> <laughs> on which uh, Vina just got... Oh, yeah, you're going to see it now. We're going to go into this. If you're listening to this interview, why am I talking like a robot? If you are listening to this uh, interview on iTunes, then make sure you pop over to the YouTube channel, which we are here right now. Uh, Mum to Millionaire, just type that into YouTube and you can see the trick we're about to do. But thank you for coming on. Let's get into the trick. MumToMillionaire.com for all of the show notes. We'll see you later. Bye. Mum to millionaire.com. A yay what? <laughs> that is like what? You need to get over to the Mum to Millionaire YouTube channel and watch the trick that Pritpal, aka Sky Magician, did. What a great episode. I hope that has inspired you to, to really sit down with yourself, get a bit of pen and a paper. And think of all the different ways that you can make money in your life, in your business. Oh my God, I just get so excited by the by by life because there are so many ways that we can make money. Ebooks, working with different companies, thinking outside the box, courses. Um, oh, do you know what? It's so it's so amazing. And what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to put together of like I don't know. 50 plus ideas on different ways to make money in a business because I think sometimes some of us can be so closed off and we can't see the potential 
Uh, hopefully that will help a lot of people. I'm literally just talking out loud to myself now. So I'm going to go. Last thing I'm going to say to you is that you're amazing. You know that. Hashtag parent power. Let's all be kind. Nice to each other. <laughs> Support one another. If you're not subscribed to this podcast yet, please make sure you do. Very simple. Just click the subscribe button wherever you see it and you'll get notified of forthcoming podcasts. Next week on the show concludes dad season it's quite sad i've really enjoyed this so i've actually decided on the mum to millionaire podcast i'm just going to be interviewing loads of different mums and dads from now on because i do feel there's not enough out there for dads i really do believe that and there's so much for mums which is great and i personally believe that we do need the support especially if you're like me and a single mum um but i think it's the same for the dads dads i want to hear from you what do you think is there enough support and resources out there from you? And before I go and you go and have a nice cup of tea, maybe you already had a cup of tea, go over to the website mumtomillionaire.com forward slash motivation. If you want a boost in your life, you just want to be happy, you want to be constantly thinking about positive things. I always say to people, flood your mind with positivity. Go and download my audio course and I really hope that helps you. You can download it onto your phone, listen to it or wherever you are. And these are the things that I use on a daily basis myself. So I always stay in a happy and positive state of mind. It's all about being excited every day and loving life. Mumtomillionaire.com forward slash motivation. Thanks for listening. And I will see you next week when we're going to be interviewing a hypnotherapist. Mumtomillionaire.com <laughs>